This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 191, and today we're going to talk about Friendsgiving. Each year, Thanksgiving meals give us an opportunity to turn strangers into friends and friends into family. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Heath, how you doing, brother? Are you, are you ready for this Thanksgiving this week. Are you, are you ready for this? Are you already you're preparing the food? It's all like stacked up out in the freezer. What? <laughs> Kathleen is preparing the food. She the, I'm she, doing the turkey on the Traeger. You? Oh, are you really? It's a it's like a nine hour day. No, Starts the day the before. The Traeger. Just clarify for those listeners who don't know the wonder of the Traeger. Yeah, it's like a it's a wood pellet grill. So it's you you, you choose the wood type that you like, and it's actual like alder wood or cherry. Kind of like a hickory. smoker, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, so I brine mine overnight in like a whiskey, and they use Coca Cola and all kinds of weird weird cloves and stuff like that. Wow. So you brine it overnight, throw it on the Traeger, and you spend the rest of the day like just kind of marinating. It turns out awesome. Wow, that is that is quite a commitment. I, you know, I think people have moved on to those Traegers, those smokers, yeah. from what used to be the big jam was like deep fried turkey. I never had one. But Ever. enough people blew themselves up and like greased out their, you know, driveway <laughs> and had grease fires and burned themselves and burned the, because it's a mess. People would fill the, you know, it's a giant pot with like a crazy flame burner okay. and then they would fill it up with oil. And then it forget though, but oil. a turkey is like twelve pounds of displacement. They drop it in, <laughs> bloop! <laughs> like there's four gallons of boiling oil all it's over. I mean, spent yeah, in the hospital. It's just horrible. Yeah. What was the other one that was like a tur chicken or it's like a duck inside a chicken inside a turkey something oh, like that? Yeah, I don't tur- remember that. Turducken or I don't know. Tur- turducken. 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 And not to be confused with the tofurkey or fo- to- yeah. something like that made of tofu and it's like a shape of a turkey we did that one year or something. I, I don't know i feel like vegans don't get to, I'm gonna to say celebrate skip, this holiday skip. no come on <laughs> do you guys have any must-haves at the at the table like there's two things i'm a freak about i have to have the cranberry sauce with the whole cranberries not the not the jelly so you don't pan. want the jelly stuff that's the jam for us we gotta yeah. go jelly with none of the lumps in there oh really no i'm all lumps <laughs> And then I'm, then we do these like they're like Jello things that are like Jello fork. shots. <laughs> I wish. Hey kids, pass <laughs> yeah. around the Jello. Hey, one one per customer. Better buddy. be thankful. Better be thankful, <laughs> London. No, it's like these little Jello things that my grandma made. And it's always every year. Now it's three generations, three generations. Jello past. things. It's like you do red red Jello and then oh, freeze like a parfait it and then red, thing. Yeah, and they're like little Lego bricks of Jello. <laughs> They're just I mean, with they're a little gone. hot wheel car in each one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just choking bloop right in there. Uh, for us, what what is a must have? There's all kinds of food items, but there's a, there's a, a plethora of Polish foods, but but aesthetically, there's a must have that I've inherited, and it's the what we call the pink plate. Whoa! What so is this? my grandmother always had these, and we used them at every meal because my grandma, you know, we're Polish over just overeat. It's all about the meat. Sure. And the Polish plate is actually a. Um, a platter. <laughs> they're not plates. They're platters, and they're made out of like melamine or melamite or whatever. It's just like bulletproof precursor to plastic and some Jeez. sort of you know, like the shingles on a space shuttle or whatever. And it's a, it's just a horrible, gross-looking pink color. But they hold so much food, and they they're indestructible. Huh. So growing up, we always had the pink plates, and it was like it meant party time. 
So when my grandparents both passed, no one cared about those but me, and yeah. I got all the pink plates. And so now we have those platters. So you can actually fit like a portion and a half or if you're strategic about it, two portions of food on it. So you don't have to go through the buffet once, right? You know, yeah. kind of the line, you know? So the pink plates That's are a must. Maybe I'll post a picture. Yeah, you should. That'd be a fun on little... On Facebook, uh, yeah, I'll, on the Life School podcast, you know, Facebook page, remind me I'm going to post a picture of... I'll post a picture of my plate okay. f- from this year full. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a trash can. Because we lid. do a lot of photo bombing of pictures. And I love it, man. Stuff, so. yeah, anyway. Did you, uh, I know a lot of our listeners probably right now are either, you know, they're, they're traveling to their destination. And did you get, did, when you were a kid or even you're growing up, did you have good memories of Thanksgiving? Was it fun? Was it not so much? Like what made you it stand out? You know what? I'd say the, I would say the best. We, we always did it at my grandmother's. Okay. Okay. We did, we did every birthday from my, my family. So me and my folks and my sibs and my dad and uh, his, his sister and her husband and sibs. Okay. Every family thing was always those two families together. So we were like one giant family. So Thanksgiving was a part of that. Now, as we got older, that moved to my mom would have it or we would kind of rotate it around. Sure. And those could be fun or not as fun, depending on who hosted and their hospitality skills and all that, you know. But generally, yeah, I have really positive memories of that. And because Tina, who's going to be on the show here in a few minutes with us, uh, is so good at all that stuff, both the cooking, but also just making people feel great about it. Yeah. um, I have really pretty positive Thanksgiving experiences. That's great, man. And, and we, uh, we always have a a bunch of people, uh, not family, but family, you know, like friends that are family. We've always had that. And, uh, now they're again not grown up. Growing up, it was closed, man. It was a closed circuit. (laughs) You know, family day. Like I can't remember seriously a guest at Thanksgiving ever growing up. I'm not saying it never happened. I have no recollection of it ever happening. So couldn't, it couldn't have been a super common thing. Yeah. But once we sort of started having our own, you know, Team K. Open up the doors, yeah. Man, it was, it's always, yeah. And same, same here this week. That's <laughs> so. cool, man. You know, it's, it's a good time of year. I wish it happened more often to kind of remind us of our thankfulness. But this is a really great season to be reminded of, of how good God is as, as our provider, you know. And sometimes... I'm just finishing up a 30-day gratefulness challenge. Oh, cool. Like I've been journaling, like I've never journaled before. And every day trying to write down at least three things that I'm grateful grateful for. But yeah, but this is sort of the pinnacle, the big day. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's like uh, we throw it in as like a little reference and a prayer at the beginning of the meal. But actually developing a heart of gratitude, this is a great season that that reminds us it does take a lot of time. It takes intentionality. and, And how when we're not intentional, like even you're saying with your journaling... You're amazed that when you do put a little bit of intentionality to it, it's like, holy cow, this is life changing. It really changed. It's, I have to say, I mean, duh, but it's changed the tone of my day. When you start out with like intentional gratitude and just counting your blessings, guess what? The day looks pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And really, I would say probably everybody listening to this show right now, um, most of our really horrible things are pretty first world problems. Sure. Now we have sickness and there's issues in our family. They're heavy and all that. Yeah. I get that. But we, um, we all benefit. I can, I think can benefit greatly from spending more time with gratefulness and gratitude. Hey, little, little note about that, you know, okay. like the traditional, like, um, you haven't seen your family all year. So now you're sitting at Thanksgiving table. So let's go around and say what we're thankful for. Yeah. And then we don't, we're not really, but we have to say it. So it's kind of, you know, here's just a, I mean, a quick little tip. Okay. Put that near the end of the meal or during dessert, not at the head. Okay. Because people loosen up a little bit. 
they get a little food in their belly. They've had a little conversation, a few yucks, maybe a glass of wine or beer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. things get a little bit, you know, more lubricated, you know, yeah. and everything. And then I would say also lead by example. So everyone doesn't just give it a generic answer. Okay. Like maybe even summarize all the generic answers. Like, hey, I know we're all really grateful this year for our family and for health and for, you know, good food and friends. So like everybody grateful for those things. Yeah. yeah. You know, what else are you grateful for? One thing that happened throughout this last year that you're really grateful for. Let me tell you one for me hmm. and then give them something real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, everybody just goes like, well, I'm thankful for my spouse. Yeah, I know. So God. I'd say put it towards the end of the meal, summarize all that generic stuff, and try to move towards some actual gratefulness. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I do like that. You know, it's funny. Is Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> so even last week, uh, we were talking about how to deal with difficult people in our lives, and some people might be really Was Jones that just perfect timing for this I know, holiday some people season are coming? <laughs> just rejoicing that we did that last week. Uh, but this really is a fantastic holiday for us to really rethink the concept of family, and what it means to actually invite others into the family, like we've been adopted in the family of God, right? One episode that we did recently, 189, was about how to treat everybody like family. And why. Yeah, exactly, and this does that for us, right? That's right. And And this is the time of year where I think it's perfect to rethink, who's your family? Like, you know, Jesus said, who's your neighbor? Yeah. Right? Who is your family? Um, really, if you hadn't, if you didn't hit, catch episode one eighty nine, please go back and, and check that That's out. That's going to soften your heart and widen your circle. Um, but uh, it it is it is a perfect time of year to do that and refocus on who really is our family and and think about how God has treated you. But like think pre Christ, you know, think sure. before you started to walk with Jesus and follow Him. I know for some people it's like, well, I've been doing it since I was really, really little. How did God treat you though? How has God treated us as our whole lives? There's generosity, there's there's overflowing portion, there's patience, there's a place at the table, right? Mm-hmm. There's all that stuff. And I, I think letting that, you know, gratitude and, and how we view people actually as family members, like that's a brother sure. who doesn't have a place to be today, you know? That's a sister who we're really getting to know, and I'd like her to feel like part of this family. Like, sure. Really rethink those things. We get to going into this holiday, and I think that's going to... Um, it's going to really open up our own hearts too to experience a lot more uh, gratefulness this, this Thanksgiving yeah, and or this Friendsgiving that we're going to talk about here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Friendsgiving uh, that happens here at, at the Team K house and some of the traditions that happen around this time of year, this day? Yeah, this term Friendsgiving, I don't know exactly when it started, but it, it's kind of like, hey, if you don't have a family meal, because yeah. you know, like, maybe you live out of town or maybe you don't have family or whatever, sure. you kind of have all your friends over. Hmm. Maybe maybe over and against having family. I don't know because I don't know, my family are jerks or whatever. You know? Yeah, sure. Um, but you have them all over. But you do you know you do a, either a traditional or maybe not so traditional meal. Yeah. And together and you know and you kind of rehearse your thankfulness and they call it friendsgiving. And so, um, but for us, our our thanksgivings in Team K, like not when I was a kid, but now you know Tina and our household with our family Team K, um, it's kind of always been a both end. In other words, there's always friends. Sure. That we invite because there again, God has graced us to see everyone as family. Right. And so those people that are in the orb of our life and some of them regularly, like, so of course they're invited sure. and, and hopefully coming to be at Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving with us. Um, but then there's other people too that just are in our lives, like, you know, like someone at the cafe or at the restaurant that we frequent and mm-hmm. you're like, Hey, you know, Mike, I know Mike has no family left. Yeah. And we see him every freaking day. He eats 
seven days a week, you know, here at the restaurant. <laughs> perfect opportunity. Um, we're inviting him in too. He's family. Yeah. Uh, we're going to, you don't like, would you want a brother or sister alone on that day when you have a, like you have a place at your table? Of course, yeah. make room, right? Of course you do. So yeah. So we, um, we, we always try to have, um, and we talk about it. I mean, now, I mean, Thanksgiving's just in a few days, right? But it's still not too late. Um, we always try to say, hey, who are all the people we really love and care about that sure. we see as family? And some of them see us as family back. Some don't yet. Right. That's okay. This is a huge opportunity to start to treat them like family and help them feel like family and ultimately to feel like they're part of God's family. That's yeah. really the goal here. I'm not trying to just be altruistic or sound all super spiritual, but that really is the goal. We've had years, uh, Tina and I, in our home where we've had to set up like giant tables just jammed in to like the dining room or in the living room and the dining room or whatever, you know, yeah. and then a folding table next to that. And then the kids are all over here, you know, sitting, you know, whatever. Party's too big, and we yeah. just had so many people. Hmm. And, and I'll be honest with you, when you, when you get so many people, when you get like 30, 40 people at a meal, yeah. it's not the best meal. Sure. I'm just saying, even with Tina's skills, you know, that's not even the point. Like no one cares. You sure. could even serve tofurkey, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and well, but people might care then, but it really, it's about having a place at the table. Yeah. It really, really so, is. Yeah, and, and, a, and a bunch of other stuff too, that I'd like to share on how to, to, you know, how to help people, you know, feel like family. So you get to invite people to your Thanksgiving that are friends and make it a Friendsgiving or do two if you want to and have all your friends. Sure. I kind of like the blending of the two because I don't like if I bifurcate it and say, oh, yeah, we're doing Thanksgiving later with our family. But this is now it's like, oh, that feels we're fake, not yeah. your family. Yeah. That's why I like blending the two. So. So have you ever had any like pushback maybe by maybe some nuclear family members with you inviting people that aren't necessarily part of your your day to day, everyday life? Family, Blood family. family. Yeah. Like those aren't our family. Yeah. Have you ever got kickback? Yeah. There. I have there again, not as much probably on our watch, you know, Tina and I with team K, Sure. but, um, with my own family growing up, yeah. um, I can remember, um, when this was starting to change in our life and we started seeing everybody's family, we're like, Hey, uh, you know, so-and-so in the family who's hosting Thanksgiving this year, is it okay if we bring this family along or is it okay if we bring this guy along? Who's that guy? Sure. No, no, no this is for us. This is Thanksgiving's for family. Yeah. You know, and that's my whole family is Christians and they would still come up with all their quote, good, really good reasons. And so, huh. yeah, we would, we would get that kind of pushback. And I think I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It was probably, um, probably what started pushing us towards saying, Hey, not every year we're going to make it to the family Thanksgiving sure. because we're going to go ahead and have it with our family, which is pretty big and includes a whole lot of friends. And, and, you know, and I would say also, if, if you're going to start inviting like folks to your you know, traditional family Thanksgiving, that the answer there and your dad and your grandma and all, you know, um, don't overwhelm them the first time by inviting, you know, the entire line of people that you found outside the Salvation Army. Sure. You know what I mean? Don't go to the thrift store and say, hey, listen, here, hand out flyers to your grandma's house and she doesn't know they're coming. You know, sure. Don't go nuts. But when, when there's special people that you really want to be a part of it, yeah. talk to your family and say, hey, th this, this is like a sister. This yeah. is like a sister. I really want her to come to this, you know, and, and that's not only going to be a blessing to them, but it's going to start to bless your family as it opens their heart up a little bit bigger to see like God sees everybody's family. Sure. So we get to as well. Right. So let's, let's take all these blessings. We go around the table every year and tell what we're thankful for. Yeah. Let's share what we're thankful for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you were just saying a few minutes before we started recording about some ideas on, on some people groups that you might just naturally. Want yeah. To I mean, that... you know, you think about like, Oh, I don't even know who I invite to that. So, I mean, maybe it's super obvious, but I'd say friends from work that you know aren't 
you know, it's real easy to know what are they doing every year for Thanksgiving. Sure. Like, oh, nothing. I usually just, you know, watch a football game, stay home, you know, TV, yeah. dinner or whatever. So friends from work, um, any neighbors who may not have family left or they live very far away and, you know, they can't afford to travel afford, yep. or they're, you know, they have the time because of work or whatever. Um, someone who's a regular, like I was saying, at a cafe or a pub or at the gym that you frequent. Yeah. And so there again, this takes a little intentionality. Maybe this year you won't be able to do as much reconnaissance. Sure. But if you're thinking ahead, you know, a month out, six weeks out and go like, I want to start just asking people, hey, holidays are coming. You looking forward to that? Like, what do you guys do? You got any traditions? Yeah. You know, you can pretty easily figure out who's doing what. Sure. Okay. Um, and then I'd say anyone who's single. Or especially recently divorced people. Yeah. Generally, it's like, oh, man, you know, things went bad and our marriage kind of, you know, it's falling apart or whatever. You know, I don't really want to face my family this year. I'm not, I can't go to his anymore or hers anymore. Sure. And it's just weird. It's, it's like, awkward Why don't you kids. bring the kids over? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just bring the kids on over? And we love you and it's great. And like, you know, so there's some ideas, right? And there's yeah. plenty more, but they're, they're out there. And with just a little bit of like, normal colloquial conversation you could figure out what are you up to this year you know what are you, what are you being a decent to? human yeah, exactly <laughs> all right That's let's right. get let's get tina on the show because she's amazing right? here she is here's Hello, tina everyone. hey tina hey, it's good having you here again honey always good it's been a while <laughs> been i didn't figure it was fair to talk about food and thanksgiving and friendsgiving without having you be a part of this <laughs> she has mostly because be. i didn't want to hear about it like, well, you should have said this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we were talking about this, and I was like, you know what? Even better than you giving me all these killer tips is you come on and give us all the killer tips, right? Um, Here I am. The queen of hospitality, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about um, what you love, Tina, about the way we kind of do Hall uh, Halloween. <laughs> the way we do Thanksgiving as a family, Team K, let's say in the last couple decades when you know we've taken the wheel. Yeah, it's definitely grown over time. Um, I think we started out pretty you know, normal, regular Thanksgiving, and then started, you know, inviting people in. And now, and then after a while, we realized, well, for one, we had a lot of people, so that that uh, required a little bit of different planning. But we also realized that a lot of people were just not, um, maybe they were just a little too afraid to come to a big family Thanksgiving thing. Sure. And um, Sometimes that's a little bit much, yes. you know, or they feel like they're putting you out. They really want to come. Yeah. But they're like, eh, I don't know, maybe, but I don't, you know, I think, I think so-and-so invited us. I'm probably going to be going over there for dinner. Yeah. They're not really, but you know. Yeah. yeah. And because part of our uh, family tradition is actually that we have a big salami egg breakfast brunch, really. <laughs> so it's good. not breakfast because we do it very late in the morning. Kind of do it all day. Yeah. We, it's kind of an all day thing, but we start with this big salami egg brunch. So we started inviting people who were maybe a little hesitant to the brunch first uh, and said, you know, why don't you come and, you know, have some brunch and then hang a out. A mimosa and, and whatever. And then you can take off whenever you need to. Yeah. yeah. And but, and it's always amazing to me how many people actually end up sticking around for the yeah, that turned out entire didn't, day. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's not happening after all. So, yeah, I'm just going to stick around if it's cool. Yeah, yeah, totally it's cool, you know. Totally cool. So yeah. that's there again. Now, you really feel like family when you're showing up early and people are in their pajamas. Yeah. And you're there and it's in the circle of family. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Right. So kids are going a little crazy. It's a little wild. Now, so, one thing I really wanted to talk about, though, while we got Tina here, Heath, is um, how to make people feel like family, not like guests. Yeah. When they come over. And that's period. OK. But let's really focus on how to make how to make people feel welcome and feel like family, not like guests when they come over for, for Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving. Um, and even how to make them feel like a family, even during the process of inviting them to join you. Because yeah. it kind of starts then. Right. Yep. Yeah, I you know 
that is probably the the biggest key in this whole thing is treating people like family, not guests. And sometimes it does start with me actually in my pajamas during brunch. I, I will say that probably more <laughs> often than not, I'm actually still in my pajamas at brunch time. <laughs> Today rest. Uh, so you definitely get right into this is very low key and you're part of the family. Um, but inviting people in when it, when you're inviting people if they ask if they can bring something cuz most people feel like that's the thing that they should do absolutely say yes yeah. and it almost doesn't matter Everybody always what wants you ask to go oh to no bring. no we got it all you yeah. just we bring have it covered. you yeah just yeah. bring don't you. do that that's not what yeah. family does it's like yeah. you got to bring that thing that we all love it yeah. makes people <laughs> yeah. actually feel a little bit you know more comfortable to actually be bringing in and and uh, giving something and and it's so when more they say when they say so what, what can I bring what do you tell them? Um, I, well, my favorite thing for Thanksgiving because it's such a t- tradition is to ask people what is it that your family usually yeah. has on Thanksgiving and could you bring that? You What's know, your for favorite some people, thing that yeah. maybe yeah. no one else would bring? Have. Some it's Thanksgiving yeah. for you, and so um, and if they can bring that, that's great. If they can't, then I say, okay, well, why don't you just bring you know bring something to drink, bring a beverage, or bring a snack that we'll have before. Why don't you bring your meal. favorite wine then? You know, like yeah. if they can't cook it, like well, I have the special pot, I don't have it. My mom has it, or well, you know, yeah. yeah. Then yeah, yeah, well, bring a special wine or something that you really enjoy, and yeah. uh, and we'd we'd all like to try that too. And, and part of it is because then during the meal, you can actually tell the stories about what it is you're drinking or eating, and it's another way to draw people into the conversations and yeah. help them feel like an important part of the day. They're talking about their growing up and their family and why they always ate this and a certain thing. And like we, we have this meal uh, dish, I guess rather, called kluskis, which is really just a Polish word for noodles, but it's these special type of Polish noodles that you you put in, you cook them with uh, butter and garlic and onions like crazy, oh, wow. and then you bake sauerkraut. it. And sauerkraut. And people are like, I don't know if I like sauerkraut. It's like, just try the Kluskis, bro. And Ugh. people like lose their mind. It's so good. <laughs> and so, but then we have to tell the whole story of how we do it. Sure. And like, so and so makes it a little different, but my mom made it this way because my grandma did, you know. So when people get to do that with their own meals, yeah. it feels more like family than a guest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something that you guys do that I always appreciate, uh, whether it be via launch or different parties you have, is that. Whatever time we show up, you guys already have stuff pre-laid out. It's not like, eh, we're going to get things going here in a little bit when everyone gets here, when the important people get here. But <laughs> you guys start by setting the table even before guests get there. I mean, not you don't have the hot food out right away, but you always have something to snack on or drinks are ready. And yeah. I mean, think about a party, right? Yeah. You sit around a party, nothing in your hand. It's the weirdest. It's so weird. <laughs> as soon as you have a cup of coffee, glass of water, a cookie, uh, you know, anything, anything, it's like, boom, different. Yeah. Even you know you're, gonna, you're about to way overdo it with the food. Yep. Yeah, have something else. So yeah, that's it's really helpful, and and that's a great thing to ask people to bring too, because those are really easy things. If you know, if they're not somebody who likes to cook or you know has a great kitchen or whatever. So yeah. Now, when you have a lot of people coming and you you haven't like super tightly monitored the heck out of everything. Yep. You know, generally you're gonna end up stocking up a little because hmm. <laughs> you're gonna have like okay, four boxes of triscuits, awesome. You know, sure. all this wine, cool. You know, well that that's for the next party. You know, yep. that's that's another thing I love about that. Well, bring something from your childhood that you really really like. Chances are people aren't bringing two people aren't bringing the same thing. Yeah, and it'll fit right into the mix. I <laughs> love know? that. So, um, Tina, give us a few other things. Uh, that would help you know the dinner time run smoothly because I know some people freak out thinking like it's it's already enough stress to have my own family you know like just my kids my husband and like my sister and their kids you know or whatever like I'm freaking sure. out already um, just some basic tips that would kind of help 
you know, dinner time and, and the day run a little smoother? Yeah. Well, I definitely believe in lists for one. Um, I, I write everything down because I know I'll forget if I don't. And sure. I'm like, it's kind of a running joke in my family because I usually have two lists. Yeah. I have like my shopping list, my cooking list, and then I have the actual what's going to go on the table list. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, because I'll forget. Sure. Um, so lists are great. But then also finding those We jobs, usually leave something out like in the freezer in the garage. It does happen. End of the meal, you're like, hey, what happened to the... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's been in the freezer. <laughs> but lessens the lists. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also finding jobs that people can do to help you because there's no reason why one person should try to do this for, you know, eight or 10 or 12 sure. people. And, uh, you know, it just makes it easier on everybody, but to set the table, anybody can set the table, yeah. you know, or get to put the butter out or, um, you know, help you pull something together. And, yeah. and so monitor the drinks, everybody who comes in, make sure they yeah. get a drink. For yeah. Us. Yeah. Cool. Hey, we're going to have yeah. a toast in a minute. Can you pour the champagne? Yeah. We're going to there exactly. again, if yeah. you want people to feel like family, that's what you would do with a family member. Yeah. Literally not uncommon. People say, hey, so what can I do? I'm like, you know what you could do? It'd be so awesome if you could grab these two bags and run them out to the garage. There's a huge green can. Dump that garbage for me because yeah. I, I just haven't got to it. All the cooking today. No one's ever said no or felt offended. Sure. And some people are listening right now going, I would never have a guest empty the garbage. But you would a family member. See, yeah. That's the difference. Treat them like family. And so yeah. we don't stress... Even when we have a huge, you've been over for big yeah, things. Absolutely, we're not stressing because oh. we'll just ask for help. And the same with the cleanup on the back end. It yeah. did happen at the last launch. Remember, I was like, "Hey, we, we, we forgot the ice. Can you go grab some ice?" I was yeah. like, I'm off to get the ice. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. So you don't have to flip if if you're trying to be perfect. Well, that's well, that's another episode, right? You know, yeah. like die some to glorious issues, die to maybe. Some of that. Yeah. exactly. And I think try you know trying not to have an idea you know too much of an idea of what you think the perfect day is going to go like because it's probably not going to happen yeah so you know i would say have some bigger goals of like you know everybody's full and enjoying themselves as opposed to you know my my turkey looks perfect and you know the gravy had no lumps and you know i mean stuff's going to happen no one's so. that yeah. worried about any of that yeah <laughs> your lunch dinner being late i always shoot for a time we and, rarely and here's one more time. power user tip have containers to send leftovers home with people like have oh, Ziploc a... bags and those cheapy containers that aren't really that great, but they'll take stuff home, you sure. know, and you don't have to worry about it coming back, you know, because that's what family does. Yep. I never one time ever have left a family Thanksgiving without leftovers. Yeah. Huh. Just haven't done it. Well, My mom would make a whole second set of like Turkey and stuffing and all this stuff. I'm like, Ma, we're never going to need that much. She goes, well, I want to send stuff home with everybody. I love that. Yeah, what's turkey without left? Or, you know, what's Thanksgiving without leftovers? So everybody got a little white meat. Everybody got a little of this. Everybody got a little sausage. (laughs) It's like, you know, so, yeah. Well, and and the other thing I want to talk about, too, is for people who feel like, oh, I can't cook i don't really know how to do this for a lot of people it, it there are so many stores that will you can buy thanksgiving in a box pretty much sure. they will almost do the whole thing for you you don't have to know how to and do about everything. what it costs to buy it raw these yeah. days Quite they honestly. just want to sell you the food yeah, you know? yeah exactly you can go to i mean for where we live and a lot of the country there's safeway stores you yeah. know or there's kroger's or Publix. they all do it um you can get the full and you can order in advance if you're hip to it right yeah F- but you don't even have to the full turkey dinner, everything ready to go rock and roll. And it wouldn't even be that much more. No. <laughs> than, than you just put most of the, you know, you heat it up in the microwave or the oven or and whatever. And you put it in nice, like, bowls and stuff. When and it, nobody knows. Nobody, <laughs> nobody knows it came yeah. from Safeway. Yeah. yeah. So one question we get a lot from from listeners, and even in conversation, like at launch, we've had people come up. Uh, that It's interesting. I hadn't thought about it too much. But it's like, how do we give thanks or say a prayer with mixed company, when we're inviting a bunch of people in, different belief systems, some people like maybe might be people of faith, some people not yet, some people Christians, some not. 
How do we use the table to point to the generosity of God without not completely freaking everybody out? Yeah, it's a good question. It comes up here, you know, just in missional community life from having a barbecue or whatever, like you said, you know, Um, I think I think if there's ever a time when you get to say thanks or, you know, sure, you know, or say grace, you know, or whatever, you know, it would be Thanksgiving and no one is going to be weirded. Hmm. So if, if that's your tradition, like this is the time you get to. But remember, if people aren't used to your tradition, just like any other tradition, you'd want to hip them to the tip or make it sort of easy to onboard. Sure. You know, if there's a lot of little kids and all, you know, you don't want to pass around a big prayer book that people have to try to pronounce Hebrew and all, you know, it's all right. <laughs> and so, you know, if you hold hands, great, hold hands. If you don't, you don't. But I, I suggest making the prayer very, very simple and really everyday language. It's good. And I, I know people that will pray, preach. You know, they pray and they pray and then they start preaching and you can tell like, oh, they're taking my aunt down again. Like they're going after her, you know, like let's eat, you know, so don't pray, preach and keep it really simple and keep it really normal language. So, you know, I'll do stuff like, hey, you know, like, you know, you guys want to hold hands? Like, is is it too weird? Should we hold hands? Sometimes we like to do that. We actually do it every meal, but like that, I don't have to do it, you know, and everybody kind of likes it, you know, or if they don't, or if anybody seems shy about it, you don't like force their hand and whatever, you know, Uh and then I'll I'll just like I usually look around. Bible says, "Watch and pray." So I keep yeah. my eyes open. And I just look people in the eyes and I go, "Thank you, God, so much for this day, hmm. and thank you that we have a home to do this in, and that we have good <laughs> friends and family. Thank you for your generosity. Well, look at all the stuff we get to eat today. You know, so I it's real that, yeah. normal, right? And thank you, God, for sending your Son to love us and save us and redeem us, so we can enjoy stuff like this. Yeah. Amen." You know, so it's gospel, it's simple. You're looking around at people and you're like, dig in, you know, it's just, it's it's not this heavy, solemn, like four minute hands are sweating, you know, holding the next guys. And you're like, oh my God. It's like the meet the parents with Ben Stiller when they're, (laughs) that's the scene I always go back to. It's like, it doesn't have to be weird. And I think the other thing is like invite kids into that. Doesn't he start quoting a song? Yeah. (laughs) No, yeah. Day by day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, benevolent Lord of hosts. Yeah, yeah, it's so But the other thing is to have kids involved too, because they really do help bring things together. Hey, what do you, you know, this is not just a conversation for the adults. Like, what are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? Mm -hmm. Uh, And mining that as well. All right. Lots of good stuff here. Let's get to the big three. You get that for free. Those are the big three takeaways we want you to walk away with right now from this episode. To get that, just go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 191. Caesar, what are the big three for this week? All right. uh, And most of these are going to come from our talk with Tina, okay? But I'm going to go real quick. So uh, first of the big three, don't worry about trying to pull off the perfect quote-unquote dinner, all right? Yep. A place at the table and flexibility are the key things to remember here, okay? Like something burns, you don't have it today. You forget the buns, whatever, we don't have buns. You know, yep. when you open up a space at your table for someone, it's like they're being invited to God's table. Yeah. Because in fact, they are. It's happening, yeah. They really are. Everything we own is dad's. He gave it to us. We we're all born naked and we had nothing. We're going to yeah. leave that way. Everything we have comes from God. Let's just share it like, you know, he intends. Okay. Love it. S- second, um, treat everyone like family, not guests. Okay. All right. Like, that's all I need to say about that. Like, just think about how you treat a guest and like a hotel treats a guest and yeah. all that. Right. And treat people like family instead. And that includes asking them to help, asking them to stick around, yep. uh, inviting them afterwards. Hey, people are like leaving. Like, we're going to watch a movie and just kind of like sleep through it. You want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever, right? Treat people like family. And then third, um, this is like the action part. And this is a challenge. Get started inviting people right now. Yeah. Grab your phone. You're listening on a phone probably. As soon as the episode ends in about a second here, you know, um, 
grab your phone, give a person a call. Don't try to do invites by text. Sure. Hey, do you want to know? Like, you know, give yep. them a call. And even if you think they may say no, or they have a commitment already, let me just assure you, your invitation, okay, and, and telling them like you're thankful for them and why you'd like to have them, your invitation alone is going to be a blessing to those folks, even if they can't make it to dinner. That's true, man. So, but I think you'll be shocked at how many people, especially with only a few days out this year, you can plan, you know, longer range next year, but with it being so close now, maybe from the time you're hearing it, it might be a day or two only, um, anybody who's not committed to doing something, they're going to be really grateful to have some people to hang out with. Absolutely. Right. So a place at the table, treat them like family, um, and don't worry about it being perfect. It'll be great. Thanks for those, Caesar. You get those again by going to one two three lifeschool.com forward slash episode one ninety one. We'll get them right away and to you. Thanks to Tina. Yeah, Tina, thanks for being with us. Always great having you. Always great being here. Hey, uh, if you have not yet, join our Facebook group by going to the search bar on Facebook and typing in Life School Podcast. And a challenge for this week is I would love for you to put some sort of photo of your your Thanksgiving table or the party that you're having at your house. Just add those to the group and we can contribute. In the Facebook group. Yeah, I'd love to see what people are. Or if you go like, hey, you got to try this recipe. This is what our family does. Ideas. Like, this is a place to let the the Facebook group come I'll tell you what. If we get get 25 pictures posted, different pictures, not from the same person, okay? 25 people post at least a picture from their Thanksgiving something going on. Uh, and then hopefully more. So that's the minimum. Then uh, we will pick our favorite, and I will have a very special gift for them. Oh, I love that. I really will. Okay. I really will. So post those pictures. Make yeah. them fun. Make them silly. Make them great. Uh, yeah. You know, um, and I will pick our favorite if we get at least 25, yeah. and I'll have something really cool. I love really it. will. I'll give them a cool gift. I'm going to send you some leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. A bag of Kluskis. You're going to love this noodles and sauerkraut thing. Oh, God. The sauerkraut. I can't do, man. No, you would, though. You'd love it. Oh, okay. I'll try. All right. I'm gonna. That's your gift, all right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, join us next week. We're going to be talking with special guest who's an author, pastor. He's really in demand as a public speaker as well. Will Mancini. We're going to talk about the functional Great Commission with him of churches in North America. Ooh, that alone, right there, the functional Great Commission. Yeah, when uh, we when when he wrote it out in this this blog that we saw that we're yeah. like, we got to talk about it. the one sentence was like, yeah, we cannot ignore this. So we're going to chat with him uh, and we'll look at what defining real church growth is all about. So join it's not us. what people think. No, we're going to. It's not what we've been trying to do for the last thirty years. It'll be really, it's a real, it'll be a great episode. Yeah, absolutely. So join us for that. Thanks for being with us today. For more information, you can visit one two three lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.